What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are doing a 12-team points league mock. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Like we said off the top of the show, we're going to do a mock draft today for points leagues. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And uh, yeah, like we said, doing a points league mock draft today. Um, let's get uh, let's get stuck into it straight away. We've got uh, 12 teams in there. Had a little bit of trouble getting people into the draft today. Oops, let's go to this one. Uh, a little bit of trouble getting into the draft today, but we have 12 teams there ready to go. So um, we are drafting at pick number five. So I guess um, this is this is the first mock draft I've done for points league so far this season. And I'm trying to, this season, do a bit more content when it comes to points teams. So when it comes to this sort of um, stuff, I know it's a growing... Um, part of Fantasy Hoops. A lot of people will come over from Fantasy Football in the coming days and weeks after that gets started this weekend and join for Fantasy Basketball to do points leagues. And uh, let's see how we go. So pick number five, I'm hoping with this pick to grab Giannis at this point. I'm hoping he's still going to be there. Um Germ's tip-top team is on the clock here. Thank you, Germ, for joining into the draft late. But 
Let's see who he goes with. The next player after him I've got is Anthony Davis. But again, you've got a few injury concerns there with him. Top three guys off the board, Jokic, Luka, and Embiid. I think that those are very consensus top three picks. I don't mind going them in any which order. Um, is Jerm good to... You good to draft, bro? Oh, he went... Was that an auto? No, I don't think that was an auto. I think he's gone Jason Tatum at that point. Um, I'll just make sure that wasn't an auto there. His time was running low, maybe just contemplating the first pick of the draft. Um, But I don't think that was. I think he got that in on time. So I'm going to continue ahead and get my pick done out of the way. And I am going to go with Giannis at this spot. In a points league, he is, to me, a pretty consensus top for player. Um, and the Mighty Oxlongs has gone with the Shea Eagles Alexander. Shout out to uh, Ben, I think, is the, the manager of that team. Giving a, giving a little nod to the Fantasy AFL podcast days and uh, my co-host Luke Robertson. So, um, yeah, it's a nice little touch there um, <laughs> from you, Ben. So, Shea Gildas-Alexander goes off the board next. That is exactly where I would be drafting him. Uh, Jason Tatum went a pick before Giannis. Look, maybe, again, I'm assuming, I don't think it was an auto, uh, I guess, just going through a bit more safety. Giannis does have that knee concern. Uh, so, I don't think it's a horrible pick there. The next player I've got on my board available is LeBron James after Anthony Davis just goes at nine. Again, though, some of these guys that elevate in a points league do have question marks like Anthony Davis, like LeBron James. Um, So there are some things going on there. Steph Curry goes at number 10, which I think is a bit too high for him in a points league. He he drops down the board a little bit. Remember, his points, his three-pointer volume doesn't really matter too much on him. He will score a lot. But I'm worried about a little bit of a hit and assist uh, with Chris Paul coming over. But he will still be leaned on to score a lot this season with um, Jordan Poole gone from the team and replacing him with Chris Paul. That's that's going to leave some points still on the board. So Steph is still going to have to shoulder a big, heavy offensive load. Uh, okay, I'm wondering. I was wondering how switched on this draft was going to be, and Demontis Sabonis going at 12, and Anthony Edwards going at 11 means these guys are switched on into their points league now. Doing a lot of points content, and I'm going to be releasing my top 150 rankings for points leagues on the Ball Boys season guide this season. That will be available next week on Monday US time. Uh, will be launching day, Tuesday, for us here in Australia. And I've been doing a lot of points league rankings. You can check that out on my projections as well, where I expect people to be ranked. And a lot of the time, depending on how switched on your league is to the rankings over at Yahoo!, versus uh, the points league projections, you can get some massive, massive steals here. So, um, yeah, it will be interesting to see how things unfold in this draft. Kevin Durant and Trey Young come off the board. Um, Yep, I think that's fine. Trey Young definitely is up in this spot here for me. The next highest ranked player I still have is LeBron still on the board. Oh, no, there he goes. The next highest ranked player I have is Ja Morant. But, of course, he's going to miss the first 25 games. So, we're probably not going to draft him here in this second round. Then I've got some other question marks like James Harden, Devin Booker. Uh, some of the next few players on the board for me. Who just went James Harden and Devin Booker. Okay, that's those two gone. So, yeah, these guys are making it hard for me. The next highest player I have on my list here is a Pascal Siakam. Or a Kay Cunningham. 
are guys that I think will perform well in those situations. I'm going to go with Cade, I think, at this point, just because I feel a little bit safer about his role. There's a small flag about being traded in Toronto. There's just a few new things happening in Toronto. Um, but Pascal would be the next guy here. So I'm going to take Cade Cunningham there at that spot. Um, obviously, not worried about his efficiency, but I think the points, rebounds, assists, he's, he's going to have a big season. So I like him there at 20, uh, pick 20. Donovan Mitchell at 21. Up a little bit down on Donovan Mitchell, I think, compared to some other people, especially in the points league, I think. We're expecting, I'm expecting a step forward from Evan Mobley. I think even Darius Garland takes like a small step forward. There's a little bit of rumors going on around about um, uh, Donovan Mitchell leaving at the end of the season, which I think is, well, it surprises me, um, but I do believe that that has been the rumors so far. So um, whether or not that changes anything that happens on the court during the season, I'm not 100% sure. I wouldn't put too much. Um, into this sort of stock here. So what else has happened since then? So we've got that Julius Randle come off the board. Again, much, much better in a point. So this is exactly where he should be going around that spot. Um, Darren Fox, same sort of thing. I definitely agree with his spot in this range of the draft here. The next highest guy, like I said before, I still have Pascal Siakam on the board. Um, Zion Williamson is another guy that in a points league should definitely be consideration around this spot. Kawhi Leonard, a few injury guys um, around this kind of a range. So it will depend, I guess, on who you've drafted first in the first round as to who you're going to take at that point because there are a few guys that will score well but have that risk associated. Here goes Jamaran. Interesting. At 40 at 25, probably earlier than I would want to draft him just because of those games played. He is someone that I have as the highest projected points per or fantasy points per game, but not by a ton of points. I've got him currently projected at 47 points, fantasy points per game, where these other guys are sort of around that 41, 42 mark. So yes, you're going to get there, but you're going to want to hope that you're going to be able to stay afloat whilst you've got Ja Morant away for the first 25 games. So I personally probably would have waited till maybe... I know this person's on the turn, so you're probably not going to get him on the way back. So, it, it, look, it's defensible. I, I, I definitely can understand it being in that position. Ideally, I'd want to wait another round, but I don't think he would have come back to... Um, uh, who's that team that just drafted there? Um, they wouldn't have come back down to AR made there. All right, my pick's coming up on the next pick here. And my boy Pascal Siakam is still there. So... We'll chuck him into the queue. Hopefully he doesn't get sniped from me because I was considering him with the last pick. And if he can get to me here, that would be amazing. Don't do it, Germ. Don't be sniping me. Really thinking things through here. 18 seconds to go. Um, you'll notice someone like a Jaron Jackson Jr., Fred Van Vliet still on the board, much better in a category league, so their rankings pushes them up a little bit here. Kawhi Leonard does go. He was definitely in this range, but just a little bit riskier with his recovery from that meniscus injury. So Pascal Siakam is going to be my dude here. I think, look, Toronto's messy at this point, but he's someone that could see an uptick in his assists, an uptick in his usage, um as a guy who they lean on quite a bit. There's there's a small risk that his minutes come down, you know, with Fred, uh, sorry, Nick Nurse no longer being the head coach there, but I think that the offset of the the departure of a Fred Van Fleet um, 
it is a net positive, I think, at least slightly for Pascal Siakam. Um, I know Dennis Schroeder has been killing the World Cup, but I'm not as worried about him taking usage off Pascal Siakam this season. So, um, yeah, I think that's about the right spot for Pascal. In fact, I think that's a little bit of value. I've got him ranked at 21 on my list here, and that's, you know, with some of the players like Jar, um, Anthony, uh, James Harden, and, and some of those riskier players going ahead of him. Zion Williamson, he was the highest guy left on my board who does get drafted. I think this is a good spot for here. I have a personal, I don't know, view of mine that I think he is going to be putting up a great season. I think he's going to play a fair bit of games this season. Um, I don't know. Call me crazy. I just that's that's just the the inkling I get. That's just what I um, my gut says, but. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. He's still someone you want to draft at a discount because you don't want to expect it. But I don't know. I think um, I think we could be in for a decent Zion Williamson season. Come on, Kenji. You're joining and leaving the mock. Make your pick, son. Oh, he got in there. Got in there with a Desmond Bain pick. Probably a bit early for Bain for me. Again, those three-point shooters. I mean, yes, he might meet this value while Jar's out. But when Jar comes back, I think you're probably at a net loss there. Um... I'm just a bit lower on Bane in all formats, really, for a lot of people. I think we get sucked into these guys that, yeah, they're going to be great while players are out, but players come back. Um, and especially in a head-to-head league, you want players peaking in the fantasy playoffs, not the first 25 games. It, it Look, it's something. It boosts them up a little bit, but don't don't fall in love with it. Jalen Brunson then goes, uh, and before that was Jaron Jackson Jr. All good picks here. Jordan Poole, a guy who I'm really high on this season. Funnily enough, though, I actually am higher on Jordan Poole in a category league than a points league. Um, in the points league, he suffers a little bit because he doesn't get many rebounds. Um, his defensive stats aren't there. Um, and you're not getting the benefit of his great free throw percentage and three-point volume. Um, he will score a lot, so I think around this range is fine. But weirdly enough, uh, I actually am higher on him in category leagues than in points leagues. So, But I think this is about the right spot here. Um, duh, 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 duh. Now, who else has gone... Um, Paul George went earlier. I didn't miss that. DeJounte Murray, he is gone. So Jimmy Butler might be the highest guy on my board at the moment. So let's maybe start to get ready for my pick here. I feel like I've got some pretty safe pieces. Uh, I mean, I'm looking after to Giannis and his knee issues. Um, has Jalen Brown gone? Yes. I've got Victor Wembenyama on the block next. So if he is there, he's definitely a guy that I'm going to have a look at at this next spot. I think he's going to be a really good points league player. And one of my, I don't know if you can call it a sleeper picks, and I might leave him because I want to see how late I can get him, is a Kyle Kuzma. Um, I'm really really in on Kyle Kuzma for a points league this season. So be interested to see Josh Giddy is another one in terms of points league. He's going to be around this spot. Good points, rebounds, assists. Evan Mobley. Oh, he slipped. He, he was definitely someone. No, he would have been the top of my board. I didn't realize he was still there. There goes Josh Giddy. Okay. Interesting. So I think that, yep, these people are definitely switched on because I think he would definitely fall a lot further in a category leagues and his ranking wouldn't suggest him to go this high. But this is about where I have um, the Aussie superstar. And it was by the Mighty Oxlongs, who I think is a fellow Australian. So, But not a reach, I don't think, at this stage. So I'm going to go... This pick here, I think, is about the right spot for Victor. In fact, he's the highest guy on my board. Um, So 
I don't know if he's going to get that far in, in a lot of other drafts. Um, I've been on the record. I think he sometimes gets a bit overrated. But at this spot, I pick 44 in a points league. You don't have to worry about the field goal percentage, which I think is going to be poor. The blocks, rebounds, points, I think are all going to be solid. So he's going to be their number one or number two option on offense. And yeah, that'll be a fun one to, to own. I think um, a little bit less to, to worry about in a points league. But that's about where I have him. And hopefully he gets, just gets better as the season goes on. And um it can really reward me in the fantasy playoffs. So, so far, my team's looking like Kate Cunningham, Giannis, Pascal, and Victor Wemanyama. I've got three forward slash centers, so just keeping an eye on that. This is a two-center league, which is the default for Yahoo, so I've just left that there. So, um, I've obviously filled that already, which is which is good, I guess. Don't have to worry about that anymore. But maybe I do want to start looking at some guards if I'm splitting hairs. Um, Kyle Kuzma is still my number one guy there. Brandon Ingram and Paolo Boncaro, have they gone yet? No. So they're up on my my little list here. So let's chuck them into the into the queue. Paolo. Oh, no, he did go. Where did Paolo go? Oh, he went way back there to Julian's team. Okay, so no, he's gone. Um, Brandon Ingram, is he? No, he went as well. Jeez, I'm trying to keep up. This draft is moving very fast. Uh-huh. So maybe it is Kuzma. This is where I pull the trigger. Because I, I actually have him... I had him ahead of Victor Weminyama uh, on my projections. But I reckon... I, I thought I could get him ahead in the next round because of his ranking on Yahoo. He doesn't go very high. But I think that he's going to be battling Jordan Poole for that number one spot. Plus, he's probably going to get more rebounds. Um... You don't worry about his poor field goal and free throw percentage. He's probably going to get more blocks, obviously, than Jordan Poole. So uh, I would actually have him ahead of Poole uh, in terms of the Washington duo for points leagues. Um, definitely the other way around in the category leagues, but he is definitely a guy I would be interested in in a league. Now, a lot of these guys obviously follow me and, and uh, pretty switched on in fantasy basketball, but I wonder how late a player like Kuzma could go, because I think his rank on Yahoo is like 100. Um, yeah, he's ranked 100 on Yahoo, and we are coming up to pick 53. Do I tempt fate and try to get him in the next round? So my next pick would be 68. Ooh. Look, normally I would go... Should this be a fun exercise just to see where he goes? I don't really have a backup plan. Did Darius Garland go? Yes, he went. Um, da, 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 da. So my next guy here would be... No, let's just lock him in. I think he's the guy for me here. I don't really have a backup plan, and that's half the reason. But I think he's a massive, massive sleeper for points leagues. So definitely if, you're, if your draft is going off that um, ranking list a lot, he is someone that is... Very, very... His ranking is definitely more in line with his category league value versus his points league value. So scroll down to get him because he's going to be putting up a lot of counting stats this season, in my opinion. So before him, Jarrett Allen went, Jamal Murray, DeMar DeRozan, Tyrese Maxey, uh, Bam Adebayo, Darius Garland, Zach Levine, Fred Van Vliet, and Kristaps Porzingis just goes off the board at 54. Definitely gets the, the points league hit in there. So I think it's about the right spot. Claxton... This is the other thing with points leagues as well. If your value is tied, just like in a category league, if your value is tied into blocks a lot, 
yeah, your average points per game might be really solid, but you're also probably more prone to fluctuations in week-to-week variability. So um, if there's a choice and you think two players are projected at a similar average in points, I would normally favor the player that doesn't rely on the blocks or steals is the other category as well to get there. So if they can get there with really consistent, solid points, rebounds, and assists. Those are always my preferred guys to lean on because I would just expect that their week-in, week-out reliability is much better than those guys that rely on the um, high defensive stats because you could have six blocks one game, one block the next game, zero blocks, then five blocks, and... um, and in terms of your fantasy points per game, that's that's very up and down. Um, and, you know, you might get a week where they average uh, much lower than, than the next week they average much higher. Um, so it just it increases the chance and luck element of, of the game, in my opinion, compared to, you know, like Giannis is going to put up close to 30 points every night. He's going to put up close to 10 rebounds every night. Um, you know, Victor Wembanyama in my team, yes, he does block a lot of shots, but I do still think he's going to be a very much of an op- offensive focal point in the team. Versus someone like Claxton, um, like uh, Walker Kessler, although he will get a lot of rebounds, which helps his value. Uh, Miles Turner scores a little bit. So these guys here definitely fall down, even if they are, I guess, the highest projected player in a a fancy point sense, just because of that reliability um, and variance in terms of those defensive stats. It's a little bit harder to, to hold on to. Oh, Nectar, where did you go, mate? Hopefully he's... Or he's got a queue going there. Uh, I think he does because Chet Holmgren's the next highest guy on the board there. So he just ducked out. So Jeremy Grant goes there. So let's finish up and review since my Kyle Kuzma pick. We had Kristaps Porzingis, Claxton, Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal, Miles Turner, Walker Kessler, and Jeremy Grant go there to finish out the, what's that, the fifth round. So we're at pick 61 now, and Nectar's neat team is... Uh, Winding down the clock, keeping us all in suspense. So let's have a look at who is still on the board. That's at the top of my queue here. Um, is Bradley Beal gone? Surely Bradley Beal's gone. Is let's have a look. Is he Beal? No, yeah, he is gone. Um, trying to keep track of this one. Shengun has he gone? He's a guy I'm interested in. He is still available. We're keeping our eye on Shangoon, absolutely. Um, as a Tyrese Maxi, he went. Okay. Rudy Gobert, is he gone? Let's have a look at him. Now, Rudy Gobert, like we sort of said about those shot blockers, Rudy Gobert is probably no longer like that as much because his shot blocking really fell off a cliff last year. Very interesting, um, and his blocks weren't even that much better when Carlton Towns wasn't in the side, which was a fair chunk of last season. Um, so I think he falls. Oh, there he goes. He falls into that camp where I'm not as reliant on his blocks because he's one of the better rebounders in the league um, as well. So. Okay, CJ McCullum is a guy that I also think might get underrated because of his ranking there. I do need those guards because I'm drafted. I've drafted... Oh, there goes Shengun anyway. That was definitely the guy on top for me. 
Um, Chris Middleton, that's about the right spot for Middleton there as well. So these guys are all pretty switched on here. I think for me, the next guy here is a CJ. Again, we're not worried about his poor percentages. Look, the injury to a Trey Murphy just solidifies that he's going to continue starting. I think he's going to continue starting playing big minutes anyway. You've got the potential upside of Zion and Ingram missing a lot of games that boosts his um, boosts his upside. The other guy I might consider here is a Devin Vassell, but no, let's go. Oh, actually, no, let's do Vassell. Late change. Let's do Vassell. CJ is ranked further back. So I, I just think that the likelihood that a CJ is there on the next round is probably bigger than a Devin Vassell. I, I think that there's a very real chance that Devin Vassell leads the Spurs in scoring this season. Um, I don't think last year was really representative of what we should expect from Vassell this season. He was he actually started the season really, really well. Um, and then after his injury and came back and the Spurs were in the midst of doing all this weird tanking shit, um, his minutes were a little bit up. And he came off the bench a few games at the end of the season as well. So that was... That was all a bit weird. So I think if you just go back and look at those game logs at the start of the season, he was putting up 20 points a night regularly. Decent assists, steals, I think, have another level to go up as well. Um, so I think he is quite a nice player to pick there. And I think um, just being younger feels a bit more safe in terms of the injury side of things. So a little late switch there. Since that pick... We had Anthony Simons, DeAndre Aiden, and Buddy Heald go off the board. I don't love the Buddy Heald pick there. I don't love it at all, actually. He is definitely someone I'm quite down on this year, especially in points leagues. Um, yeah, he's way down the list for me. So I'm not not a big fan of that one there. Sorry, uh, Vish. So I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name, but <laughs> Vish. We'll call you Vish. Uh, again, his threes have no value in this kind of format. And I think that the Bruce Brown addition cuts into his minutes. Um, the ascension of uh, Benedict Matherin will, will take some usage and scoring off him. You, you're adding in a competent power forward that will demand a little bit more of the ball in Obi Toppin. So, yeah, I, I can't really get around that buddy healed pick very much at all. OG goes, again, similar to those guys that before rely a lot on their blocks. OG a bit more with his steals, but this is probably around, about the right spot for him. Um, definitely probably better in a points league, sorry, a category leagues than a points league. Let's start to get ready for my pick coming up here. So CJ is still on the board for me. The other player that I am interested around this spot is the rookie, Scoot. I think, again, in this type of format, I'm not worried about his poor percentages and I think he's going to get the green light. Has... Jakob Pertle gone. He's someone that I'm definitely interested in. Um, Jeremy Grant went. Tyler Hero went. Walker Kessler went. Nurkic. He is definitely someone. Oh, no. He went. Uh, there goes Jakob Pertle. Where did Yusuf Nurkic go? Oh, he went at the very start of the previous round. Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. I think there is scope to see him be a really good points league player. There goes RJ Barrett, who traditionally does go around this spot. I, I actually don't see him going this high this season. I just think that this the team is starting to wake up to the fact that he's actually not very good. Um, and the minutes 
I think, are trending, and the usage is probably trending the wrong way. So my my tactic paid off, and CJ McCollum is still there for me, and I'm going to grab him here. I think, again, he's going to score. He's going to get some decent assists. He's still probably the main playmaker on this team. Um, so, yeah, I think where did I get him at? 77? I think that's 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 value, in my opinion, for CJ McCollum. I played the game of trying to get him later than I did. Where do I actually have CJ ranked? So I've got CJ ranked in a points league at 61. And so getting him at 7, that's good, good value in my opinion. So the next guy I really want to... Oh, no, actually. I was just about to say I want to get Scoot, but there he goes. He was on my list. I was wondering how far he'd slip, and he obviously went... At pick number 79, I think that's, I actually think that's a decent bit of value there because, again, he might start out rusty and maybe not put up the hugest, uh, the biggest amount of points to start the season. Uh, I still even think if Lillard is there, which, again, I'm expecting to be the start of the season, the case, um, I still think that he's going to be a guy that um, plays and starts, plays 30 minutes a night. But when Lillard is gone, it will just make things a lot cleaner for him and, and he'll be able to get out there and uh, and sort of run the show. And, and in your fantasy playoffs, I think he could be a big, big winner, especially in a points league where you don't have to worry about his lack of threes and, and um, uh, potential poor percentages. He's going to get decent points and assists, I think, which could have huge upside at this point here. Uh, all right, so since that scoot pick, we had a Brook Lopez, Mark Williams, and Terry Rozier. So again, that Brook Lopez pick, not a huge fan. I just think, especially in a points league, I'm expecting a, a drawback from his uh, usage and minutes this season. So I think you probably could have done a little bit better there. Mark Williams, a little bit better of a story. He's probably a better rebounder uh, than a Brook Lopez, so you're going to get more fantasy points that way. Terry Rozier, Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams, this is about where he's been going in category leagues, but in points leagues, it's probably a bit too high. Um, I like it better than Brooke. But, ooh, there goes Ben Simmons at 84. Do I like that? Yes, I think I do like that. Oh, it's okay. I've got him at 81 on my rankings here. Um... But that's my projections here are somewhat conservative um, because I've been let down by Ben Simmons in the past. So he definitely has scope to do a lot better than this. Uh, even if he's like anywhere close to what he used to be, he, he actually smashes this. So, um, you know, I've got him projected less than 10 points per game at this stage. So if he gets close to that 13, 14 points per game and from a fantasy points perspective, he could he could really jump up the rankings here. There goes Jalen Duran, who I am massive on this season. I like that pick there, Lake Show, despite, you know, being a Lakers fan, my arch rivals. It's a good pick there. Um, I just think the opportunity is going to be there. He's going to link up with Cade a lot this season, and I'm not too worried about those other two forward slash centers in Wiseman and uh, Marvin Bagley. I, I think you'd be crazy to stifle the um, development of Duran for those guys. I think they're going to be playing backups, maybe some power forward if they want to really force feed things. Cameron Johnson goes, again, probably a better um, category league guy. The next couple of players on my list here, we've got Spencer Dinwiddie, although with more and more confirmation of Ben Simmons starting, um, that might not be the best. Terry Rosie is gone. 
Who just went? Austin Reeves just went. I don't mind that at this spot. Andrew Wiggins is a guy I like around this position. Um, Clay Thompson is a guy I like. I'm on the clock here. Um, Markel Fultz, Kingy's guy. Let's go. Let's go with Wiggins, old Wiggo. I think, again, Jordan Poole out, Chris Paul in. There's some points that need to be filled there. Um, Andrew Wiggins was a bit unhealthy last year. I don't care about his shit percentages. Um, he's probably going to be the third option. You've got an older Clay. You've got an older Steph. Um, so I think that he's going to be needed to be relied on a lot more, especially on offense this season. He's going to need to score. He's going to need to rebound, especially, like, say they go a Draymond Green at center and they push Kevon Lou to the bench to get Chris Paul on the court. Then Andrew Wiggins is going to have to try and rebound again like he did a couple of playoffs ago. So I think at that spot, especially in a points league, I got him at uh, 92 uh, in my projections here, he is um, 77. So, yeah, I think and I think that's, again, we've got upside there to do even better, in my opinion. Um, so I think that's good pick there. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is the next guy that comes off the board after Clint Capella. I, oh, sorry, Michael Porter Jr. I'm not about the Valanciunas life this season. He... The minutes are just going to be so low, I think. Last year, we saw Larry Nance get a lot of the run. Um, they prefer him there, um, especially when Zion's on the floor, just because of the fit. It's it's a bit neater. It, it, they like to run a little bit more. He's a bit more of a defensive-minded guy. Um, and I just think that Valentin is going to be hard-pressed to average more than 24 minutes a night. And um, look, he can put up some points and rebounds in that time, but there's literally nothing else. So his fantasy scoring is capped, in my opinion. Unless there's some injuries, and he, he can go bananas, but I think you'd probably can get him later. Okay, let's have a look at who I'm targeting next here. So still still some players here that, that I'm I'm pretty keen on. Clay Thompson, I don't think is gone. He was a guy I was eyeing off in the last pick. Do I do the, the Golden State Warriors stack? In terms of my... Uh, injury proneness. I've got Giannis managing the knee injury. Cade Young, not worried about his injuries. Uh, Pascal, Victor, maybe a little bit of managing, but I think that he'll get at least 65 games to be eligible for Rookie of the Year. Kyle Kuzma, fine. Vassell, not worried. CJ McCollum, he's been relatively okay. Wiggins, I think he'll be okay. So I don't feel like I'm too risky at this stage. So maybe a Clay is the kind of a guy I'm looking at. He's going to need to score, man. Like, no Jordan Poole. It's going to be him, Steph, and Wiggins. Like, who else are they getting out there to score big points? It's not Draymond. It's not Chris Paul. It's not um, Kevon Looney. Um, is it Dario Saric? Um, I wouldn't really want to rely on that. It's not... Um, who's their, their guard? I'm blanking on the name here. Keegan Murray. Yes, I think I'm going to go Clay Thompson here again. I've ranked him at 79 or based on my projections. Look, I don't need his threes, but I do need his scoring. Um, give me close to, you know, four rebounds, two assists. Like, it's it's nothing exciting. But on a week-to-week, -week, this guy can go off. Like, this guy, again, in a head-to-head, week-to-week kind of matchup, Clay Thompson can go off for a huge game at any point. We still saw that last season. So, 
We're going the stack. We're going the stack of the um, Golden State Warriors team here. I just think that the the missing piece of the 20 points per game that Paul left this team, I think that Wiggins and Clay and Steph are all going to have to just take a small little step up, maybe just a couple of points each. Um, but again, at this point, I think that's that's valuable. After Clay, then goes John Collins, which I like. Steven Adams goes next as well. Uh, again, both really good players, solid role. Um, no, not too much risk in terms of what they're what they're doing this season. So, I think um, <laughs> the power forwards. I'm hoarding all the power forwards. Um, I don't have that many power forwards. I think I've got how many have I got? Small four. Oh, yes. I suppose I've got a few. Um, look, I, I don't... In a points league, I don't ever look at positions. I, I just draft the guys, and it just kind of so happens that I've, I've filled up all my positions here. So I've got I've got every position filled. I've got a blank center, but that's because I've got Pascal and Giannis in power forward and forward, and they're center eligible. So I could easily move one of them across and still have another center there. So I've got all my positions ticked off. So again, and I've done that without really even trying. So if you do find yourself in a position where you're getting to the end of your starters and you and you still have one position that you need to fill, maybe you look for that. But I think in most cases, you don't need to concentrate on it too heavily. Um, there as well. Bruce Brown goes uh, there. Where do I have him on my projections? I wouldn't have thought very high. No, not in a points league. He's he's a guy that I think just does a bit of everything. But again, you need those volume scorers, those high usage players. And that is not what Bruce Brown is. Um, I like him as a player, but in a points league, we just need those chuckers. We need those guys that are going to go out and shoot the ball. Um, and Bruce, I don't know if that's him. Uh, Markel Fultz goes on next. Jordan Clarkson followed by him. All pretty solid at this stage. Tyus Jones is an interesting one. Um, there's there's upside for Jones there. Chris Paul Chris Paul was actually towards the top of my list there. So that I think that's actually good value on him. Even though he doesn't score a lot, he does get assists. He rebounds okay for a guard, and especially they don't have really a center on their team. He'll he'll get you sort of four to five rebounds a game. Steals. So I, I had him, based on my projections, one of the higher guys left on the board. Actually, I think he was the highest. And I've still got... Is, is Aaron Gordon... No, Aaron Gordon went. Um, is Zach Collins still on the board? Did he go? Let me double check. Oh, there goes Keldon Johnson. He was a guy that I was eyeing off. Zach Collins is still there. He's my next highest player. Good contributor across the board. I'm pretty confident he starts. Um, Jordan Clarkson went. Jalen Williams went. Another guy here I've got next, which I am eyeing off. This next pick is Jaden Ivey. Again, we want chuckers. We want guys that are going to shoot the ball, and Jaden Ivey will do... Oh, shit. <laughs> there he goes at 111. Don't say it too loudly. They'll hear you. Russell Westbrook going at 112. Look... In a points league, he's definitely better. Yeah, uh, actually, I've got him at 99. So at 112, that's that's decent. That's good value, I think, actually, there. My next highest guy is definitely, definitely Zach Collins. I've got him as the 83rd ranked player on my build at about 31 points per game. But again, at this point, we are kind of just starting to look for upside. How many positions have I got left to fill? Four positions left. Oh, Shane Sharp. That was a guy that I wanted. Okay, okay. What about a Benedict Matherin? 
He's a bit of an upside play. Will he be available in the next round? He, he might be. Derek White is another guy here. I don't know if the upside is, is huge in this format. Um, I think Zach Collins will be my, my dude here. Onyeka Kongu is a nice one because he could definitely blow up. Points League, probably less valuable, but still solid. I think it's Zach Collins here. Let's go with Zach. Let's go with Zach because he he's a sneaky assist dude, um, sneaky rebounder. He gets like a steal and a block. I think he scores okay as well. Um, so I've got him at one sixteen. I think his points league value and category value is funnily just pretty similar, to be honest. Um, those guys that get those rebounds and assists, uh, they're just solid, I think. Um, I mean, I think my projections for him are, are fairly reasonable, um, assuming he does get those minutes, which I think he will. Oh, no, there goes Benedict Matherin just after him. Ah, okay, so my gamble that time didn't pay off. It did not pay off. Okay, because I thought he might be there. Derek White is the next guy I'm going to chuck on my, my list here. But a, Oh, no, he went. Where did he go? Um, oh, he went ages ago. Okay, start paying attention. Mitch, this is your own mock draft. Um, okay, then the next player that I'm looking at here is... We're starting to get to Robert Williams territory. Robert Williams, Mitchell Robinson... So before when I was saying I don't like those block guys because they are up and down, now I start to really do like those block guys because they are up and down. And on any given night, they can block five or six shots. And if you do that in a points league, that, that's, a, that's a bunch of points there for you. He's also a really good rebounder. Um, and I think that he could have games on a you know any given night where he can go off and give you a decent score. So he's in there next. Mitchell Robinson. Draymond Green is another guy here. Although I'm pretty down on Draymond this season. He won't score. Again, the rebounds, assists will boost his points, fantasy points up. Um, we probably are getting to flyer territory now. So I want guys with upside. Is Marcus Smart gone? He's not an upside pick, but... He should probably... Yes, he did go. Zubats. Okay, no, we're looking for flyers now. Okay, we want we want upside. What about a Colin Sexton? Colin Sexton. He could be... He could definitely be giving me some upside in a points league. He could definitely do that for me. Um... Okay, it's up to me. Emmanuel quickly. I don't mind that. Quickly at 124. So I've got Robert Williams, Colin Sexton, and Draymond Green in my list here. I probably I'm gonna take Green out of the list. Sexton or Williams. Now my projections would say Williams. Um I've got him at 29. And I've got Sexton at 27. Let's go with Sexton because I think there's upside there especially look on this um, Utah team I don't know who is passing I don't know who is getting the assist on this team because no Mike Conley there anymore you've got Jordan Clarkson 
You've got Larry Markkinen. You've got John Collins. You've got Walker Kessler. None of those guys get assists. So Colin Sexton, is it crazy to think that he averages five or six assists a game? I've got him just below five at this stage and around 16 points per game. But could he average 20 points, five assists? And if that's the case, he definitely smashes this ranking. Um... Got him projected at low rebounds as well. I mean, there's a lot of good rebounds on that team, so probably doesn't get a lot there. But, I mean, he, he's a guy that could go off for 50 points any given night. So, again, uh, from a weekly variance point of view, I think that that is a good upside pick. And hopefully everyone's just deterred from... I mean, he's sitting at the top of the queue here um, in Robert Williams, but he was the highest guy I've got projected. But I don't know about his upside. And then Thompson, I like. Has Asar Thompson gone... Is a Saar Thompson there? He's I've always seemed to draft a Thompson. He'll be buried because he's ranked 500 and something at the back of the draft. I bet you Brian's going to draft a Saar on the way back and do the do the double Thompson. Obi Toppin is a guy I'm going to be interested in at the end of this draft. Um, who else is a good flyer type player? Hmm. Maybe we go into the Paul Reed areas. I do like me some Paul Reed. Let's have a look at the projections. Da, da, da. Trey Jones is, is he? Oh no, he just went. Okay, so Trey Jones just went. So since my pick of Colin Sexton, Trey Murphy the third went. When we're still waiting to hear what exactly his timeline is going to be, but my guess is that most. Players, especially young players, opt for the repair. It does depend on the injury, but I am expecting him to miss a significant amount of time. Jeremy Sohan went after that. I like Jeremy Sohan. I think he has a decent amount of upside, so I like that pick. And then Thompson, great pick. Trey Jones, good pick. Dennis Schroeder, eh, not super keen on his upside. Kyle Anderson after that, eh, not keen on his upside either. There goes Robert Williams, who I was hoping would get back to me, but not to be again could definitely be good value at this point, so I don't mind that there. Um, Draymond Green is still on the board. He is my highest projected player, but again, pretty boring at this point of the draft. So, but at the same time, probably going to out-average a lot of these guys. Um, Jalen Johnson is another guy I want to stick in my queue here. Um, he's going to go in there. Jalen Johnson is a guy I'm definitely interested in. He can be a good points league player. Um, who else? Cole Anthony? Eh. Denny Avdia? Josh Hart? Josh Hart's a guy I'll put in there. He is very solid. Great rebounder. Just a solid guy. I don't know how much the upside is there, though. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, Bobby Portis. Portis is, could be a good player. Good points, Lees. Brooke Lopez could go down. There goes Draymond Green off the board there. So him at 136, I actually think is decent. Um, look, I don't think he's going to blow you away. But again, he's a guy that on a given night can have three steals and four blocks and eight rebounds and five assists and score six points. But all that will add up to decent fantasy points per game. So... It's a weird one because you don't typically think him as a good fantasy points league guy, and, and he isn't, but he's not like horrendously bad because of his low scoring because he does do a lot of other things there as well. Obi Toppin just went. I like that pick there. Um, 
All right, I think I think we're going to go and do the classic. There goes Josh Hart. That's a nice pick there. I like Josh Hart. We're going to go the classic. Has D'Angelo Russell gone, actually? Hold on. D'Angelo Russell. He sometimes gets slept on. Nope, he did go. Don't know where he went. I'm losing my mind. Um, let's go with the Thompson. I've always got to draft a Thompson. <laughs> it just seems to be my thing this season. Um, Asar Thompson. I, th- I think he just a, does a bit of everything and has a real chance to blow up this season. I- I'm a big fan of his talents. I'm a big fan of their basketball IQ, and I think that he's just going to force his way into minutes and um, yeah, just does a bit of everything. So I like his upside there. In this last pick, I'm hoping to get either one of Paul Reed or Jalen Johnson, I believe. I think that those guys are, again, big upside and have the potential to smash this. Might be players that I drop, but again, with my last pick, I want that upside. I want that guy who can who can do something really special or I can feel not too bad about dropping him. I think actually in a points league, I prefer Jalen Johnson. Paul Reed. What have I got for his projections? Yeah, so he's a bit more reliant on those steals and blocks, whereas a Johnson, probably a higher minute role, maybe a little bit more in the assist column. So let's hope Johnson comes back around. So since my pick of Asar Thompson, we did get Bobby Portis, Isaiah Stewart, Brandon Miller, and Dylan Brooksy Brooks um, going there. Oh, fine-ish pick. I like the Bobby Porter's pick. He was in my queue. I'm pretty down on Brandon Miller this season. Uh, I just think that getting minutes is going to be hard for him. I don't actually think he's that good. Um, his coach hates rookies. Um, and you've got a, a somewhat crowded front court there. You've got um, Miles Bridges. You've got PJ Washington. You've got Gordon Hayward there. You've got Mark Williams there, um, all in the front court. Where does he fit? I think he comes off the bench to start the season, and I don't know if he's going to really crack the minutes that he needs. Look, it's it's his second last pick, so I definitely think he's someone that could be drafted. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm just not massively in on him. Uh, Harrison Barnes. Nas Reed went at the start of the last round. Harrison Barnes. Jonathan Kaminga. Corey Kispert. That's gross. Um, <laughs> Corey Kispert. Yeah, I don't know about the upside there. I'm going to go with a Jalen Johnson at this pick here. I seem to draft him a lot as well. Both, I had the pick there between he and Paul Reed. I think Johnson's probably a little bit more guaranteed to um, get there and um, has a bit of upside because he's only really battling Sadiq Bey at that, uh, in that team. So we'll finish out the first round here and then we'll go through my team and, and I'll get you guys to let me know how you think I went. Now, my strength is category leagues. That, that's what I grew up playing. That's what I've done most of my time with. But... I am committed to doing a lot more points league content this season. And uh, obviously this points league is my first mock draft for that format. So I am welcoming all feedback on, but at this stage, just initially, I feel pretty good about my team. I don't feel like I've gone super risky, but I feel like I've got upside with a lot of my, my players at where I got them. Paul Reed then goes, D'Anthony Melton there goes, much better at points uh, category league than points, but this is probably a good spot for him. He does have those uh, high upside games. Sadiq Bay, that's fine. Lou Dort, not really keen on. I think he's definitely falling down the pecking order in OKC. Herb Jones, bit of a 
volatility of the steals there, but at least with the injury to Trey Murphy, might still just get some consistent minutes there. So that's okay, I think. And the final pick of the draft, Nectar's neat team is winding down the clock. Um, and we'll see where he goes um, in this spot here. Nectar, mate, you're really letting us uh, just sit on the edge of our seats with pick number 156. He's going to wind this all the way down, isn't he? I think he's... I don't even know if he's here. He might have set his queue and left, but not clicked the auto-draft. Um, he's gone Jada McDaniels. Okay, which is fine. Woohoo! That's very exciting. All right, let's go over to my team. All right. If you guys hopefully can still see that. Yep. All right. Uh, let's bring up the draft again because it's... Not coming up in that area just yet. Uh, so let's bring up my team and let me know how you guys thought that I went. So where are we? Mitchell's marvelous team. So in the first round, what did we get? We got Giannis. Then we followed up with Cade Cunningham. Um, actually, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Round one, Mitchell's marvelous team. We got Giannis at five. I think that's a bit of a steal, to be honest. I think he's top four. I would have had an interesting, um, the, you know, debate whether I go Anthony Davis, who's my next play, uh, player, or Shea. I think I probably would have gone Shea just to be safe. Um, but that would have been interesting. Cade Cunningham, I um, think he's going to be great this season. Then Pascal Siakam, who I was debating, again, at that spot previously because I just think he's he's better suited to this format. And then I've gone with Victor Wemanyama. I think that's surprising that he was there. I think most of the time, especially as we get close to the season, the preseason games start going, the hype builds. He might not be there at 44, but like him at that spot there. Then I followed it up with Kyle Kuzma. Again, played the waiting game. I, I do wonder if I'd left it another round if Kyle Kuzma would have been there with his 100 ranking on Yahoo because, again, a lot of people are swayed by those rankings, but I have him sort of in the 30s in, in my projections. Uh, for points leagues, um, and then doubled up. I so, and then got Dev Vassell, and then went the uh, CJ McCollum again. Played the ADP game and got CJ McCollum around later. Happy with that result. Um, so I filled out a few guards that I was missing. Andrew Wiggins again, just solid. Bit more upside with my pool there. Same with Clay. Just felt like they fell too far in in these kind of uh, situations. Zach Collins. Um, maybe being underrated a bit. 116, I think, is a good spot for him. Should start. Colin Sexton starting to get into a bit more upside. He kind of plays here. Again, upside with his assists and points this season with him being a little bit more healthy. And then to round things off went Asar Thompson because I do that every draft. Jalen Johnson as well because I also do that every draft. I'm a big fan of both those players as late-round picks. I think they have upside, and especially in these kind of formats, you don't worry about their lack of threes and poor percentages. You just want those goodies, and you want those guys who have potential to fill it up. So that is the team here, guys. Let me know what you think about the um, the mock draft down in the comments below. Who went too late? Who went too early? Where are you hoping to draft this season? Do you have a preferred spot at the starting part of your draft? Do you think that it is better to be at the start of the first round, end of the first round, middle of the first round? And uh, make sure you guys go and give your five-star rating review and join my 30-team fantasy league. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.